Welcome back to another episode of Today in the Sioux, our daily podcast from SiouxToday.com. You can download and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and you can reach out 24-7 at Today in the Sioux at SiouxToday.com. It's Wednesday, January 31st. I'm Scott Sexsmith. Also, National Hot Chocolate Day and also National Backwards Day. Just so you know, Derek and I have our shirts on backwards. Uh, it was on this day... January 31st, back in 1958, that the United States entered the space age with its first ever successful launch of a satellite. Remember the name of it? Explorer 1. And it launched from Cape Canaveral, Florida. If you're celebrating a birthday on this 31st day of January, you're sharing the day with the likes of composer Franz Schubert, who was born on this date back in 1797. Justin Timberlake, he's 42, and Portia de Rossi, longtime partner of Ellen DeGeneres, turns the big 5-0 today. If you're celebrating, congratulations and enjoy your day. All right, a busy news day between last night and today, so let's get right to it. Former Sioux Greyhounds captain Trevor Daly broke his silence yesterday afternoon, speaking out for the first time about John Van Beesbrook's retired number being removed from the rafters of the GFL Memorial Gardens. Now, in a statement, Daly says this move eliminates a major source of anger and frustration for both, quote, me and my family. So here's the backstory on this. While at a Billets family's home, Van Beesbrook used a racial slur directed at Daly in front of some other players back in 2003. At the time, uh, Van Beesbrook was team coach, GM, also had an ownership stake uh, in the Greyhounds, later left the team, sold his stake, and subsequently left town. He's now working for USA Hockey. Now, what's surprising to many is that the Greyhounds have come out and said they will not be unretiring the number, which... I guess begs the question, why bother taking it down from the rafters if you're not going to do everything possible within your power? Why only go halfway? The team, by the way, and you're probably wondering this, uh, they've made it clear that they're done talking about it and will have no further comment on the situation. Brad Cochimilio wrote an in-depth piece, and you should check it out. You'll find it on the left side of the homepage here on suetoday.com. City Council has authorized the tax sale proceedings against 40 different properties, of which a total of over $600,000 in taxes are outstanding. Lisa Petraco, the city's manager of uh, taxation, will now register tax certificates on titles of the 40 lots. If the properties aren't redeemed by the owners, they may be sold at a city tax sale next year. One of the properties in question, authorized by city councillors, Monday night is 410 Pym Street. Yes, that is home to the now-defunct Canadian nightclub, The Canuck. Other council news, they've thrown their support behind Sioux College in its attempt to have the federal government reconsider its recently announced two-year cap on the number of international students entering the province and the rest of Canada. Council unanimously passing a resolution Monday night urging the uh, feds to reconsider its international student policy changes. The cap introduced January 22nd will take effect beginning next school year and it will involve a 35% overall reduction in new student visas. Yesterday, we told you about Mayor Shoemaker addressing the English-only resolution some 34 years to the day after it occurred. Well, 
Now, Joe Fertizzi has spoken out. You can read Ken Armstrong's story on Fertizzi's thoughts and comments on the matter, including referring to it as, quote, picking at an old scab. And if you're a verified Sue Today commenter, join the conversation. Tell us your thoughts on the situation. After more than 36 years behind bars, one of Sault Ste. Marie's most notorious criminals is asking the parole board to let him out of prison with strict conditions. Russell Colwell, now in his mid-50s, was convicted back in 1988 of a brutally random murder that shocked the community. The stabbing death of 14-year-old Patricia Mastriani inside a Cora Collegiate bathroom. Be sure to read Editor-in-Chief Michael Friscalanti's gripping story on this. A Garden River First Nation woman has pleaded guilty to forging the signatures of chief and counsel in order to secure a loan worth more than $300,000 while employed as the housing manager for the First Nation back in 2021. Ann Hedrick was initially charged by OPP in December of 2022 for uttering a pair of forged documents after an investigation was launched by members of the OPP Anti-Rackets branch earlier that year. Her sentencing hearing is scheduled for the 29th of May. Another mild day in store today with a high of plus 5 degrees. Maybe some flurries tomorrow, high of plus 2. And for Friday as we get set for another weekend sunshine with a high of minus 1. That's all for us today. Remember, reach out anytime today in the Sioux at SiouxToday.com or if you're a verified Sioux Today commenter, drop a comment on site. We would love to hear from you. Today's show produced by Derek Turner. We're back tomorrow and hope you'll stop by. Thanks for listening. Have a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.